Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, aka Rolski. To my right, the board man Corey the K, and across the table, my main man DG. What's happening? How we doing tonight, Rolski? Doing great. Doing great. How about you? Good. Corey with the K, how we doing? Doing good, buddy. Feeling good? Doing yeah, good? feeling good. Good. Everybody's good. That's good. So, Rolski, um, you took a little road trip last weekend, which we're going to get into the, the nuts and bolts of that a little bit later. But uh, in general, I just was wondering, have you ever experienced road rage? Yeah. Yeah. Did I, you on this past trip? No. Not on this past trip, no. But you have experienced it. Yeah, you remember that story I was telling you about them bikers? Yeah. That was one time. Okay. Was I don't, that the only time? Uh, you know, I got I got to start to I got to think back. I really can't nothing comes to my mind right now. You don't have any good road rage stories? No, not really. I mean, I've gave several people the finger. Yeah. Has <laughs> honked my horn a lot. Has anybody ever raged at you? Have you gotten the finger? Oh, I'm sure. I yeah. just don't pay attention to them. Just nothing. Nothing, nothing comes to mind, no. Why, did, did you have road rage this past week? No, you know, I never really, thinking about road rage, I never really had any severe bouts of road rage myself. I don't really care that much. If somebody cuts me off, I'll just, you know, I'll be driving and think, man, what a dick. But I won't really, like, get, get angry about it. You don't even give them the horn? No. The only time I give people the horn is if we're at a, at a red light and the person or it turns green and, and the person in front of me go. isn't paying attention. That's all just, and it won't, and it won't be obnoxious. It'll just be like a little, uh, like, Hey, pay attention. Wake up. <laughs> Tell them to get off their phones. You're so nice. Yeah. I just, I don't, I, now I've been riding shotgun with some people before who have road rage and I can't believe how aggressive and how personal a lot of people take things that happen to them on the road. But you know, that's just me. And there's probably things that I take really personal that don't involve driving that people would think. What's the big deal? So, you know, to each their own. But how about this shit? Traffic jams. Got into a few of those. Traffic jams. Yep. What would you say the longest traffic jam you've ever been in was? For how long were you sitting there? Maybe an hour or so. Not a very bad one, I guess. I mean, there's a wreck ahead. You know, you're stuck in traffic for a little while. Probably an hour, I'd say. An hour's not that bad. No, it's not. I haven't been in many bad ones. Was that a dead stop for an hour? Or was that just creeping for an hour? I think it was... Uh, I've been in a few creepers, and I've been in a dead stop. Corey with a K, you've ever been in any bad traffic jams? Oh, yeah. I work up in Columbus, so there's been a couple times it takes me two and a half hours to get home. I would consider two and a half hours to be a pretty bad one. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Well, I mean, I think anything over an hour is pretty bad if you're sitting still. Yeah. There's something called the Highway 110 traffic jam. This is the worst traffic jam in the history of traffic jams. It happened in China on Highway 110. It started forming, this traffic jam started forming August 13th, 2010. Okay? And the reason it started forming... This, this um, highway goes into Beijing, China, and a bunch of these, they were doing construction on that very same highway, and there was a bunch of these heavy machinery construction-type trucks hauling a bunch of stuff, and they stopped up traffic, and this traffic jam lasted 13 days. Say what? 
It's a 13-day traffic jam. It's the longest traffic jam in history. I would have got out of my car and started walking. I just would have left it parked <laughs> there. Left it there. Fuck that. 13-day traffic jam. Not happening. Vehicles were moving on average 0.6 miles a day for 13 days. 0.6 a day. 0.6 miles a day. That's a that's a that's a snail's pace. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, so people locals that lived in the town next to where the traffic jam was happening, they saw. I mean, thirteen days is sitting in your car. Think about that without any food. Without any, I already told you, I would have got out without walking. any water. <laughs> locals started coming out onto the highway and selling water and instant noodles to people in their cars. How the hell are you going to make instant noodles? I don't know. I guess you just add water to them. Just I mean, add, add water, stir I'm throwing, out, I'm throwing out some big money for someone to go get me some McDonald's or something. Bring it back. I don't know. I don't know how remote this area was, but people like the locals were charging people, uh, what did it say, 15 times the normal price of a bottle of water or a, or a bowl of noodles. So, you know, here, you know, a bottle of water costs you a dollar. If you're in this traffic jam, it's gonna cost you fifteen dollars, and there's nothing you can do. It's how either that, are you? it's either that, or go thirsty. Yeah, how thirsty are you? I mean, thirteen days. What human body can go? What two, three days without water? Yeah, that's something it. like that. How long can you go without food? A long time. Yeah, you can go way longer without food than you can without water. Okay. If you're fat, you can go even longer. Yeah. But um. I mean, I, can you imagine no. that being in a being in a traffic jam for thirteen days? So where did everybody use the bathroom at? I reckon just on the side of the highway, yeah, just out in the ditches. There's stuff. a lot of shit in just the up ditch against your car. Now we're not talking. <laughs> well, this is a this is a Chinese highway. We're not talking about thirty five. Yeah, where it's yeah. two oh, yeah. lanes. So I it's mean, probably a four or five lane highway. I bet you this thing was closer to eight or twelve lanes, but it's an expressway, huge. You should Google Google image search the pictures of this thing. It's ridiculous. I'll have to check it out. And so should the listeners, because that sounds that sounds wild to me. Thirteen days. Thirteen days. Point six per day. It's got its own Wikipedia page. The Highway One Ten Traffic Jam. It's got its own Wikipedia page. What year? Two thousand ten. Two thousand and ten. Okay. So not not that long ago. No. Honestly. Eleven years ago. Okay. So. How about that shit, man? I'll bet you some people had some road rage there. Oh, there was definitely there was fist fights, probably over water. Probably yeah. water. People taking people's pissing spots, <laughs> everything else. Yeah, man. Speaking of, speaking of shitting, I got a question for you. Now you talked. We just talked about people shitting in ditches. Why did dogs do circles before they shit? I don't know. You see, dogs do that all the time. All the time, and it, I've never really thought about it. Like why? Like my dog. Barney, he does it all the time. Like he won't, he'll go in circles, 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 and won't stop. And I don't understand why he does that. So, um, do you have any idea? I have no idea. I don't. I, I can't think of a single reason why a dog would do that. The only thing I can think of comparing the dog to us, like before I, you know, go take a poop, I always look at the toilet first. You know, always get a good look at it, make sure it's clean, make sure it's sanitary. And the then, whole toilet? Do you inspect the whole toilet or just the seat? Just the seat. Okay. And I, uh, you know, I don't like, you know, public toilets. They got the pubes and stuff, and then there's pee stains all over the back of it. See, I don't like that. I might move on and try to find another toilet. But 
for the most part, I, I uh, inspect them before I sit down. So I'm thinking maybe that's what the dog's trying to do. He's trying to expect, ex- inspect the ground before he lays one. Just making sure that the it's a safe perimeter. Yeah. There's no critters. No critters. No snakes or anything. I mean, and also, now some dogs do, but mine don't. Like in gravel or like on the road or on a sidewalk, they never, they won't, they, my dog won't poop on, you know, a hard surface. It's got to be in the grass. Do you? Have you had any experience with that? You know, no, I don't have a dog. But now, that but you, I have seen some dogs poop on concrete. Really? Yeah, I haven't. Okay. See, come to think of it, the only dogs I ever see taking shits, they're in grass or dirt. Yeah, or, mulch, or dirt. Yeah, mulch. Something like that. Yeah. So it's, I think it's something that they can dig their claws into and try to cover it up. You ever seen a dog try to cover it up? Like he'll kick his back feet after he's done? Yeah. See, my dog does that. I think he's trying to cover it up. Well, I was going to bring that up. It's I almost did, like he's flushing the toilet. It's all, To me, it looks like they're flicking their shit out behind them. Like they're spreading it is what it looks oh, seems like to me. Okay. Well, like, I, t- I took it like when I'm finished, I flush the toilet. And I'm thinking the dog is trying to cover it up to be polite. That's his way of flushing <laughs> the toilet. Dog doesn't care about being polite, man. Yes, it does, dude. No. They're smart. No. They're smarter than what you think. I think. Hold on. I think Rolski's right. So I was looking it up. The first thing that popped up was Reader's Digest. And it says, like, one of the main reasons why they circle before they poop or even lie down, it's because they're tampering down the grass. Shit, I told you. That was the first thing in the article. There's other... Tamping down the grass. Uh, there's other reasons, but yeah, they're they're tramping down the grass for their waist to hit. So it's nicer. They do that their, before. Yeah, on the before. Yeah. What about after? Does it say why they? <laughs> well, yeah, why I mean, they kick their feet? I don't know. That's good. That's a good question. I'll that, keep reading. I think, I, think the, I think they're flushing the toilet, dude. I really do. I think they're that smart. No. They're just like us. It's no. a man's best friend. Yeah, but probably one of the smartest animals out there. It's a dog. I think it's something instinctual where they're trying to they're trying to assert their dominance over that area. So they're gonna they're gonna that's say they're they, saying that's why they pee on stuff there to mark well, their scent. Yeah, that's the pee. I think they do the same thing with shit. Okay. I'm no I'm no dog whisperer. Well, me either. But I think they're they're saying, yeah, I just took a shit right here, and now I'm going to spread it all around. This whole I got this whole area on lock. This is mine. <laughs> Nobody come in. That's what I think they're doing. Well, okay. I mean, we both got our own opinions. Hopefully, Corey the K can dig something up for us. But until then, going off the shit story. Yeah. I sharted this week. Oh, no. Have you ever had a bad experience with a shark? Of course. And I think the majority of people have. I'm sure every, but. I think, I, I think every, every adult, by the time they're 30, has sharded at least once whether they want to admit it and talk about yeah. it in open public or not we all we've all done it well this is our podcast so we're going to talk about it please let's so for anybody out there i mean if you if you're not in the loop a shart is basically a fart when a little bit of shit comes out okay it can either get in your underwear or you can catch it in your butt cheeks either or so i was at work this week and i've been having some problems this uh this past week with solid stools diarrhea if you shall say so um, I'm at work and I get the bubble guts and I'm like, man, I got a lot of stuff to do. This ain't the time for this. So I let it go. Keep letting it go. Well, my stomach, you know, when you just got a bunch let of. Let it go. Like you just were shitting yourself. No, what no, do you no. mean? <laughs> no, I mean, just, just try to let it pass. Like oh. I got a lot of work to do. Okay. But you know, when you got the bubble guts, it just keeps coming back and it's just like air just keeps turning in your stomach. 
like up and down and bad just, feeling. It's just not good. You're like, man, you mean you might little even let try to burp a little bit, try to get a little air out. No, it wasn't that. It was it wanted to come out the other end. So I'm I'm working, I'm working. <laughs> and I shit you not. I had to bend over <laughs> to pick, to pick something up. <laughs> and a li- just a little air came out. I was like, Poof, and then it, then right afterwards, I was like, oh, I was like, you know, you know that feeling. We all do. You know that feeling. So I'm just sitting there like, oh shit, that just happened. So I'm thinking like, there's no one around me. Thank God, there's no one around, and I'm just kind of like standing up straight, like clenching my butt cheeks. I just really don't know what to do. You texted me about this earlier this week. Yeah, I mean, I think you texted me the day it happened. I did. I texted you the day it happened after I after the rest of my story. I, I texted you that. What did what did I say? I think you said I just sharded. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I just like I just sharded or I just sharded at work. Well, we got a we got a podcast uh, group message between the three of us, and I told the group I just sharded. Yeah, <laughs> and I texted I texted DG the the rest of my story, but I'm going to tell you guys first. So I went to the bathroom and I I just literally just I mean when people say they they blow up the toilet I mean that's an exaggeration most of the time well I this ain't no exaggeration I mean I literally <laughs> obliterated this thing I mean it was terrible <laughs> and you know how I think Uncle Buck has mentioned it before on the podcast like or in the earlier podcast episode he said something about shitting up his back well yeah. I've never done that and I always thought he was full of shit no <laughs> no I shit up my back. Had a blowout. That's what they call babies when they do that. Yeah, well, I feel for the babies because I <laughs> blew it out. And, you know, I really didn't know I did. Yeah, like. Until I felt it. I still don't, I still don't understand how, how, how did you shit up your back? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question, DG, because I really don't know how. Well, that. the baby, they're laying, they're laying on their back. Yeah. Like I don't understand. How, <laughs> I don't understand how that works for a grown man. Had a tight pair of jeans on that day. Well, I, no, I was just I was just <laughs> sitting on the toilet, man, and I mean it just kept coming. I like there was, and you know what? You know what it was? It was that air, that air I was telling you about. Yeah. Half of it was just fart, and then a little mess came out, and then it'd be a fart, and then it was just all over the place, and it, I just couldn't handle it, dude. I'm glad there was no one in there. Thank goodness there was no one in there because it, it was loud. Wasn't oh, it? it was loud. That air's trying oh, to force its yes. way out. And I, everything was fine. Like uh, if it felt great, I was relieved. And then one more came, and it you, this was the blowout. It just turned one more time, and you know, I kind of s- stood up, kind of straight, because <laughs> the pressure, <laughs> and it blew out, and then it splashed, and I felt it like on my lower back, <laughs> because you know when you shit, you pull your shirt up. So you got the backsplash. I got a little backsplash up my back, and I just, I was like, oh, my God. I just shit up my back. <laughs> and then I turn around. I turn around and look at the toilet, and it looked like someone just went mud running <laughs> off the back of this toilet. I'm not kidding you. When I got done, I had to wet paper towels and clean this whole bathroom up. I literally had to clean it up. So, luckily... And you asked me this. You asked me, did it did it leak through? Did it bleed through? Yeah, did it bleed through your undies? And well, you said bleed through first, and it took me a minute. I was like, motherfucker, I ain't bleeding. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Then I, then I thought about it. It's like always oh, talking about my underwear. Okay, okay. No, thank God, 
thank God I had the the reflexes in my butt cheeks to catch this <laughs> because I caught it quick. <laughs> so did you walk? So did you just like leave your station? Just go to the bathroom with your hand holding your butt, or you just uh, kind of just clenched? Just and, just kind of kept her clenched and waddled. Quick walk. I, yep. yep. I, you've done it. Oh yeah. Sounds like you've been there, done oh, that. I've done it multiple times. Okay, yeah. I was just a quick walk, butt cheeks clenched. Don't yeah. talk to nobody. Hopefully, oh, no, no one stops you. Yeah, yeah. You're just waddling to the bathroom. Hope nobody notices. Yeah. So, and thank God there was no one in there. So anyway, after I got all cleaned up, I told the guys the story through text, and that's why we're talking about it today. So, DG, you want to read that text message or tell the story about? <clears throat> yeah. So it, it it actually just this just happened yesterday. I was thinking it was earlier this week. Oh yeah, it was yesterday. Yesterday at ten forty eight, you texted me and Corey with a K and said, "I just sharded." <laughs> yep. And that's when <laughs> I read that and immediately start laughing. Mm-hmm. Same. And uh, and I texted you back and I said, "Did it bleed through?" And you 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 uh, responded. You said, "No." Thankfully, my ass has great reflexes. Caught it in the cheeks. What a mess, though. <laughs> And when you said that, dude, I rocked back in my office chair and I looked at the ceiling and I laughed for probably three minutes straight. I had tears streaming down my cheeks. <laughs> if anybody, if any of my coworkers would have walked in the office right there, they would have thought I was a maniac. Because <laughs> I mean, I was howling, just picturing picturing you going through that. But the story was even better than what I was picturing. Oh man, dude, the bathroom. I feel for Uncle Buck because he tells me he shits up his back at least once a week. Well, that one time I couldn't go the, through that. He called the hotline when he had to go on the way home, yep. and he was telling us all his pains. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, he's he's shitting all the time. So we feel for you, Uncle Buck. We say we get into uh, the worst places to shart, DG. You know, I think it was like episode five. We talked about the worst places to uh, take a shit. Right, but this you, is a little. It's a little different scenario because. When you when you you know sit down to do that, it's voluntary. You have decided this is what I'm going to do. Sharding, nobody sharts on purpose. It doesn't happen that way, and so it just happens. And you could be anywhere at any time. Yeah. And I think some places it's way worse to shart than others. For example, with you, as bad as it was. Could have been way worse. Oh yeah, because you were you were close to it. You were close to a bathroom. It, you didn't have to walk very far to get there. You were indoors. You know, you were in a climate controlled environment, somewhat. So, but there, like I said, it just could have been way worse. Yeah, absolutely. So I we talked about this through our text message group. I got a few wrote down here, and I want to see what you guys think about them. And I was thinking about work. How about if you weren't hired yet? And you were all dressed up. Maybe you had a suit on or something. And you're in a work uniform. Or, a, uh, sorry, not in a uniform. You're in a work interview. Interview. Just an interview. Nervous. Nervous as hell. And you got the bubble guts, which happens a lot to people. They get nervous. They get the bubble guts. And you're sitting down there and you're talking to, let's say, the general manager. And you just shart right there. Oh. Could you imagine the facial expression you're going to make? And that guy's going to be like, well, what the hell's wrong with him? Well... That's that's a double-edged sword there because the sound mm-hmm. for one that's that's terrible right in and of itself but then if you also make a mess in your trousers now we now it's a real dire situation now now we're now we're talking smell as well S- uh, smell ketchup and onion floating around in the room not good he can probably taste it in his mouth not good <laughs> not good that's a good one how about 
when you're at the altar. About to get married. About to get married. That's one I thought of. And it's similar because you're in the you're in the big suit, the tux. Yeah, and but you got the crowd too. The crowd's yeah. watching you. Everybody's quiet. You can't you can't go anywhere. No. You can't walk no. off. You're sitting in that shit. If you walk off You are sitting in it. Yeah. Or standing in it, I should say. And the thing about that is, you know, with a lot of weddings, what do you do right after the ceremony? You go get all those pictures taken <laughs> while it, all your wedding guests are waiting mm-hmm. on you in the reception. And then what do you got to do? You, there's no time. You got to make your entrance. You got to go shake everybody's hand, thank everybody for coming. You don't have a moment to yourself. There wouldn't be a worse moment than making your entrance into your reception with shit in your pants. Oh. <laughs> Could you imagine that butt water walking through there trying to act excited? And you can't you can't share that burden with anybody no. else. No. That's your burden to bear on yeah. your own. You're the only one that knows you're walking and around by with that, shit in your pants. And by that time, it's all spoiled. Like, it's it's, it's not <laughs> it's good. Spoiled. How about this? I just went on a road trip. What about if you're out in the middle of nowhere on a highway and you just pass a rest stop and, like, there's nothing for miles? Like the next stop, it's like twelve miles for like a McDonald's or something. You're just sitting there in a car for twelve miles with it in your pants. Mm. Feel sorry for the passengers. Feel sorry for the passengers. It's not as bad if you're the driver because you can pull you can pull over at the very next stop. But if you're a passenger and you got to say hey, and you just you guys just stopped ten minutes ago, you got to say hey, listen, I'm sorry about this. I know we just pulled back on the highway. I got to go clean myself up somewhere. A little emergency downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> about a sports game. You're playing? Yeah. Think oh, about, yes. Think about a football game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're a star player, so you, you need to be on the field. That's happened. Oh, I, oh, it happens all the time. I've seen basketball players just shit oh, themselves I on don't, the court. I don't, yeah. That's happened with football players. Yeah. Some I can't remember who the player was, but it was an NFL game. They were wearing white pants. It bled through. Yeah. bled all the way through. Oh, I've seen white <laughs> basketball uniforms bleed through. Oh, oh, man. That's terrible. It's not good. And then you're running off the court and everybody knows why. Um, <laughs> how about like a sit-down holiday dinner? You got the whole family around the table. I mean, hopefully you're respectful enough. You're not trying to fart at the table, but you know, you never know. And you just you just let one go, and it comes out. And then there's all the food, and everybody's around. You got to excuse yourself. Not good. No. You got any others? Because those were great. Yeah. Plane ride. Oh, that's, that's the one I was thinking of. <laughs> Plane ride, big flight, window seat. Yeah, and you don't know the people beside you. And the and the fasten your seat belt lights on turbulence <laughs> can't yeah. get up can't get up if you do you gotta clinch and climb your way over two or three people to get to the aisle feel sorry for joe from utah beside me oh sorry joe <laughs> and you gotta hope the bathroom's open then on top of yeah. that you get the double whammy of the small bathroom oh, after cleaning so up i mean yeah because when you're cleaning up you gotta like bend over and get it open and get down in there i mean there's just not a lot of room in there <laughs> no here's here i think this might be the best one and this could ruin the party for everybody. What if you're swimming? Say you're at like a 4th of July party and the pool's packed and you're all having a good time, having some beers, and you just let one rip in the pool and it's... In the pool? It's not farting. Mm-hmm. But you've never farted in a pool? Oh, of course. Who yeah. hasn't? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I fart in pools. And you're looking for that bubble, but the bubble never comes. And it's just in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Snickers bar pops up on top of the water. That would be bad if you're in a pool, man. If it's a bad one, you're right. Uh, if it's a small one, as disgusting as it is, 
Hopefully. I think I think the water might help you. I think it <laughs> really? could help. You, you think I think the water would make it worse. I think it would dilute it. You know, oh, spread it, could, it around. <clears throat> what if a, what if the color changes? If the color changes, then you're in big trouble. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you got you got bigger issues. Well, other than a pool, what do you think about a hot tub? That would make it even worse. The the we talked about that in the shower a few episodes ago. Yeah, with it's the gonna steam. Make, it's gonna make the smell worse. You're not gonna have to worry about the sound though, because it's not gonna be louder than the jets. Yeah. And I don't think you gotta worry about the color there either, because the jets are foaming everything up. Right. Right. I was gonna say the foam kind of protects you from that. Yeah. That's all I got. You got a few? What about when you're out on a hike? Yeah. You're, you're- hiking in the you're in the middle of the woods. There's not a bathroom around for miles. You don't. You didn't pack any toilet paper. Right. The you're, only, you're walking. It's hot. It's sweaty. The only positive I think from that could come from a hike, you're not in public, so you could drop your trousers and take a sock off and clean yourself up if you had to. If you had to. That's that's, that's you're not in public, so that's the only positive about being in the wilderness. That's true. Yeah. The hike was the the big one for me. I mean, well, I mean, I, I totally any, understand it. Any situation where you're in a suit, like you mentioned, the interview, getting married. Let's let's say it was cold outside on your hike. Say you're hiking. A lot of people like going hiking in the winter to see the snow and stuff, see the scenery. You got if, six layers on. Yeah, you got six layers oh. on, and then you need your sock to keep your feet warm. <laughs> and you waste that sock, you're going to you're going to get frostbite on your toes. Bad situation. That's there. a bad deal for sure. Let's move on to a listener text this week. First one, as someone who went to OSU when they won the national championship in 2014, firsthand experience with seeing couches burning, and they even got pepper sprayed that night. Not on purpose, but walked out of the bar I was at, and so many people were trying to take over High Street that pepper spray was flying in all directions. There was pepper spray fog in the air. I don't think I slept at all that night. The bar I was at, even gave out free bottles of champagne to pop when we won, so I had a nice little champagne shower too. One of my favorite college experiences ever. So that's going back to when we were talking about celebrating national titles at colleges. What would we do yep. to celebrate? Yeah. Did you see that shit that happened at Ohio State this past weekend? Yeah. What, what was it called? Chit Ch- 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 Fest. Yeah, Chit Fest. Chit yeah, Fest. So uh, one of the one of the streets that. Is all, it runs off of High Street. It's called Chittenden Avenue. Chittenden Avenue or Chittenden Drive, maybe. But yeah, it's just like a huge block party that it's. I think it. I think they have one every the night of every OSU spring game. Okay. So that's kind of what the what the occasion is. But I saw some of those videos and they were just nuts. It got wild. I mean, they were flipping cars, boys, and dancing on the cars. Yeah, there's uh, 18 people out for their arrest for their. Uh, what they what they did during it? Yeah, it's crazy. I seen the local news channel put yeah. that out on Twitter. They they had pictures of eighteen people that they're looking for. Now, could you imagine this? Say you're a parent, and your kid pops up on channel channel ten news, and his picture pops up saying he's wanted for vandalism <laughs> for the shit fest party. Could you imagine that? Would you turn them in? Oh, no. Yeah, I wouldn't. I give them. I give him a stern talking to. Yeah, say, hey, hey, little son of a bitch, you see yourself on the news? <laughs> I, mean, I did. If they, I mean, if they destroyed somebody else's property, then they deserve they deserve punishment for that. But 
if they're just wanted because they were just causing a bunch of mischief, but no property got damaged, nobody got hurt, I probably wouldn't. Well, I think these these guys are the ones that are like flipping flipping the cars and um, throwing like destroying stuff, de- breaking windows. Yeah. Good thing. I mean, we we do know that Uncle Buck wasn't there. He was not. Correct. He was not there. So he's not the one burning couches. He's not flipping cars. He's safe. He's safe. Next one. I think this next one's from Marty. Yep. Hey, boys. Marty Mar here. Love the pod. Keep it up, boys. In this day and time where we know so much about head problems, would you let your child play football? I would. It's a good question, Marty. And I think it's a, I think it's a good conversation to have, and I think I would too. I mean, growing up, I played peewee football. Um, yeah, I got hit hard a couple of times, but I mean, that's just a sport. And I feel like if my child wants to risk it, I mean, there's always injury risk in football. I mean, it's a physical sport. So, I mean, I would let him know like, Hey, you could get hurt out there. And if you're okay with that, let's play. I mean, I want my kid to play everything he wants to play. So I think I would let him. What about this? Let me give you this scenario. Let's say, you know, kids start playing tackle football in what fourth fourth grade. I think it's. I think yeah. I started in fourth or fifth. Yeah. Okay. Let's say your kid is just a is just a scrawny little whip of a yeah. whip of a human. That's what I was. And but a lot of the kids in his his group, like his age group or his grade, are bigger than him. Like he's one of the smallest kids out there. You still going to stick him out there to play tackle football with those other kids? That's a great question. I guess I never thought of it that way. My parents did. They threw me out there, and I took some beatings. But <laughs> you're a better I, man for it. I also, I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't half bad. I mean, I was the quarterback in Pee Wee. I was the quarterback in junior high. I played corner in Pee Wee and in junior high. I mean, I wasn't that bad for how small I was. Um, I think I held my own. But yeah, I did get I did get drilled several times, and I got up pretty damn slow. Yeah, but I, I for me, it's not the it's not the risk of injury. Like you're you're right. Football is a contact sport. People are going to get hurt. That's how it is. Yeah. I think it's the CT the CTE stuff that a lot of football players experience later in life. Yeah. And they end up snapping th- and going crazy. I or, think that's from playing. You know, from a young age until you're 32 years old. I mean, that's a lifelong. Not a lot of people play from age 10 to 32. Right. You know what I mean? And that that typically happens. I'm no brain scientist, but I think that typically happens just from repeated blows to the head. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So We're talking like linebackers and running backs, basically. Hitting, hitting stuff head on. Yeah. I mean, you got to teach kids how to tackle properly without, that's, without that's leaving the main with concern. their head, without yes. banging their head on everything, you know? That's, also, that's the main thing Also, the running backs, don't put your head. We were always yeah. taught. Don't not, lead with your head. Don't lead with your head. head. Tackling or running. Yeah. Which a lot of people still do. Right. But, I mean, yeah, but you're now, right about that. you got to teach them how to tackle properly at a young age. Yep. Now it's a penalty, but uh, my two cents is I wouldn't let my kid till uh, high school. I mean, there's flag football. There's a way to learn the game without physically and, being hit. And I hit. respect that. And, and just the difference, like, I don't know, with all the CTE stuff, I've seen documentaries on football and stuff. It might even just been concussion, but they showed the brain of, like, a child from, like, middle school uh, elementary to middle school to college and then just even in seventh and eighth grade they're not fully developed it's not a full 
brain, so to speak. So it just, it's, it's dangerous. Yeah. I mean, it's a dangerous sport and I respect that. And there's a lot of people out there that I know, I know some people that oh, yeah. are like that. They, they are not going to let their kids play until they're older, which that is perfectly fine. Yeah. The only reason I say is because I did it. I went through it. So I, I feel like I'd be okay with my kid doing it. If he, if he wanted to do it, I wouldn't put him out there if he didn't want to do it by any means. Sure. Thanks for the question, Marty. Marty also sent us a message on Instagram this week, and he wants to ask us a favor. He wants us to start taking pictures of each tall boy can that we review and put it on Instagram. Which honestly, it's a great idea. I don't know why our dumbasses never thought about doing that. I mean, we're talking about them every week. I kind of thought about it. I know we did with the old Milwaukee because we did the cheers. We did the cheers. And I purposely put it in the front, right in front of the camera so you could see it. But yeah, we probably should have done that. Yeah. So, Marty, we got you from here on out. We're definitely going to start taking pictures. I mean, that just makes sense. I mean, we're talking about them and the listeners can't even see them anywhere. That's a good idea. So, we're definitely going to do that, Marty. Speaking of the Top Boy review, I think it's time. DG, go ahead and pop up in your cooler. Corey the K is going to get the beat started here. Here we go. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Biggie, 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 can't you see? Classic. Notorious B.I.G. The Big Papa. Hypnotize. Now, the tall boy review this week. I got a, it, it's got a little bit of a preface with it, okay? Yeah, so I mean, these, there's a story behind this one, correct? Yeah, these are not my selection, okay? Friend of the podcast, good friend of the podcast, good friend of mine, goes by Matt Dakota. Okay. He thought that, uh, he listened to the, the episode uh, that Uncle Buck was on, and Big John Italian donated some tall boys for the tall boy. Shout out Big John. What he thought were tall boys. And he said, he he got a hold of me and he said, you know what? I'm going to follow Big John's lead. He Venmoed me some money. He said, I want you to use this money to buy these specific tall boys because I think they got a a chance to crack the top five. So this this guy, is he a new listener or has he been listening? He he just actually found out about, he, he doesn't live around here. Okay. He just... Recently found out about our podcast. He's been listening. He's now he's catching up on back episodes, of course. Okay, but he always catches the new ones when they come out. Right, and so he said, "Hey, Tall Boy Review, here's some money. These are the ones I want you to go buy if you can find them. Let's see how it goes." He literally Venmoed you money to buy the Tall Boys. He for Venmoed tonight. me money specifically to buy Tall Boys. These Tall Boys. Ooh, all right. <laughs> Sounds like he's going to start something here. So. <laughs> Well, you know, we'll see how it goes. All right, DG. And, hey, <clears throat> DG's behind the scenes, DG has called a shot on this one as well. Let's not forget that. I think they're pretty sick. Oh, Myself, let's I, do th- it. I think they're pretty sick. Let's do it. Big build up. Oh, my. Ooh. Oh, my Big gosh. Up. Those are bright. <laughs> Those are very bright. Okay. Man, they sound good. All right. I can get down with this. You like that? Yeah. So let's explain the can before we pop them here, boys. DG, you want to go ahead since this is your pick? I'll give you the first go at it. Yeah, so these are Yingling Raging Eagle Mangoes. So Yingling makes them. It's a, I, I'm a, I've never had them. I'm assuming it's just beer. It's a Yingling beer with mango flavor. 
like six percent mango flavored beer, um, and they're called Raging Eagles. And it kind of looks like a uh, Arizona State colors. Anybody out there, Arizona State College? I mean, this is orange, red, and white. Yeah, you got some yellow on and there. Some, yeah, yellow. Got a big roaring eagle coming off the side too. It's got a hot, hot colors theme. Yeah, it just looks like the sun. Something you, someone, something that would come from Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. And the the eagle is what makes it. I know. The eagle is badass. I know, dude. The eagle is pretty sick. I've never seen this can before. The eagle looks fierce. So he he told you to buy this can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he, where did you find these locally? Because I've never seen these. I did find them locally. Really? I found, I found. I actually found these between the studio and my house. Really? At a gas station. Okay. That's pretty cool because I've never seen a can like this that before. That gas station is the only place I've ever seen them, though. Okay. I haven't seen Makes them at sense. Kroger. haven't seen them at Walmart and nowhere else. Because I probably don't stop at the same gas stations you do from where you live, but that makes sense, man. I've never seen it, but I really like it. I really, really like this can. Yeah, me too. It's going to be, I'm going to call it right now. It's definitely breaking the top two. I thought for sure it'd be a top fiver. From there, I was just going to see what your guys' opinion was because I didn't want to be biased. Okay. Uh, well, let's let's give it a taste first. All right. Let's give it a taste. Let's pop these open real quick. Marty, we're going to take a picture of this for everybody. We'll have it on our Instagram. Oh, it tastes like uh, it tastes like that IPA last week or uh, Big John Italian's IPA, kinda. It's got that sweet taste to it. It's not as bitter though. The yeah, aftertaste not, yeah. isn't as bitter. Aftertaste. I mean, I didn't try it, but most IPAs have it that. It smells real. good. Bad. That's what I thought when I before I even got it in my in my mouth. Like man, I was like, man, you can smell the mango. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not. The mango taste isn't very overwhelming. I mean, it tastes yeah. like a beer. It's just got a little hint of really hint of mango. You think it? I think it tastes more like a malt. I don't think it tastes like a beer. Really? Mm-mm. I think it tastes more like a. I really do think it tastes more like that IPA than a beer. I mean, IPA is a beer, but I think it tastes more like Big John's beer than this. It's got a kind of an IPA aftertaste for sure. Yeah, that's what I thought. So anyway, let's get to the voting here. For everybody out there listening, number one is Arnold Palmer Spike. Number two is Old Milwaukee Ice. Three, Labatt Blue Ice. Four, Loco. And then Mike's Harder rounds out the top five. I'm just going to go ahead and say this. It's top three for sure. Labatt's fallen, Four Loco's fallen, and Mike's Harder is getting kicked out. Getting kicked out. So do we put it one, two, or three is the question. I think it's not a question. At the very least, this is a, this is a number two can. I think this kicks yeah, Old Milwaukee too. Ice down to three I at agree. the very least. I agree. All right? Now, the Arnold Palmer's. I didn't get a look at those because I wasn't on that episode. So I didn't get to see him witness them firsthand. So that part, I can't really speak to. That's going to be on you two. Corey, I'm going to leave this one up to you, and we'll see if we'll split the votes. Oh, well, my, my vote's still for Arnold. I mean, the Eagle's cool, but... The yeah. only the only thing that takes me away from this can is the one sign is very, very plain. Yeah, just this know. side is very plain. It Arnold, is. Arnold had it going on all the way yeah. around the can. Because even when it just said they had the text, even in the spike, there was a T yeah. for the eye, and this is just kind of the raging eagle and the mango on one side is very original. But the other side, if this eagle wrapped around the whole can, or maybe the letters were a little bit yeah. more fancy in the Yingling, I think it could go number one. But I think that's a great. I think we. I think this is going to go number two. 
I do too. That's fair. I mean that, that that's, you, you that's brought fair. you brought some heat tonight. I thought it could make a push for one, Damn. which it was in the conversation. Uh, it was in the conversation. But yeah. So. I, th- I think number two is a great spot for this beer. Shout out Matt Dakota. Appreciate Shout out it. Matt. Hey, thanks for Venmo and money, man. First one ever to Venmo some money in. Hey, I'm not going to say, you know, squad, but I mean, if you want to Venmo some money in for some tall boys, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Matt, for the tall boys this week. So we mentioned it earlier, DG. I went on a road trip. So Nashville, Tennessee. Music City. Music City. Visited there last week, left Friday morning at 4 a.m., took off on the road, got to Nashville about, shoot, about 9. I mean, I didn't realize this, but there's a time change, and I found out, someone mentioned it to me. Central. I forgot about that. And once we got there, it was actually an hour earlier. So they're 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 behind us. Yeah. So it was it was kind of I didn't really know what was going on when I went through the times, and I looked at my clock. Everything changed. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, it's 8.30 instead of 9.30 now. Yeah. So that kind of threw me off a little bit, especially on the way home. Yeah. It really ticked me off you on the way that, home. You lost that extra hour. Yeah, I thought I was making hellacious time. Then I run <laughs> through the time zone. I just lose the hour. Yeah. yeah. Sucks. So, yeah, that was terrible. Okay, so we recorded the night before you left. And yeah. you And you had a, a few barley pops in the studio. I mean, yeah, I don't really podcast without them. And so 4 a.m. comes pretty early. If you're if you're pulling out at 4 a.m., you're probably getting up at what three? Got up at 3:35. How hard was it to roll out of bed that early? Not. Wasn't hard at all. Because you were excited. Is that <clears> why? <throat> I wouldn't exactly say I was excited, but when I needed to be somewhere, I get there. You get up, and get going. I'm the same way. Whenever I drive to Myrtle Beach, I leave at like midnight or one. I probably won't even go to sleep. Just get up and go. What do you uh, like when you and I'm? Did you did you do all the driving? Every single mile. Okay. When you get up that early, are you tired at all? Or are you like ready to roll? Okay. That's a great question. I was ready to roll until I got to about Cincinnati. So we're talking 515, 530. That point, I'm like, man, okay. Wake yourself up. It's still dark. It's still dark. Mm-hmm. But once the sun came up, I was good. But just that first hour and a half, pushing into the two-hour mark, getting into Kentucky, I struggled a little bit. But, I mean, I was talking to my wife the whole time. We had some music cranked. I mean, we were good. Because you're not a coffee guy. No. You're not an energy drink guy. I had a Sprite. I don't know how you do it. Sprite doesn't even have any caffeine in it. I had a Sprite and a honey bun. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you got the sugar going. Shout out Jake. I was going to say, Jake will be proud of you. You got the sugar rush there, but... But the, I mean, I don't, I don't know how people do it that early in the morning, driving I mean, that long without any, ca- well, you know, without any caffeine. I mean, I do it every day for work. I mean, it's not that early, but I mean, I get up at, you know, close to six o'clock every morning. I mean, right. I, and I don't drink no coffee or nothing. I'm just ready to go. And you take the Kia Jeep. Do you guys even have a Kia? Don't have a Kia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So took my wife's Jeep. Took okay. So you're in the Jeep. So that's probably a pretty comfortable ride. To some extent, yeah, not as not as much room as my truck has, but yeah, I mean it's fine. It's Drive, an SUV. Drives nice. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty smooth. Yeah, we're good. Okay, so when was the first pit stop? Um, well, we also followed. Um, we didn't follow. They followed us. Uh, my buddy Jeremiah, he lives up in Grove City, so they kind of met us on the highway, and they followed us, and we just. I mean, we just kind of like tailgated each other all the way to Nashville. But our first stop was probably like, 
see, we left at four. It was probably like at eight thirty. So we got about four hours in and stopped and got a, a bite to eat and some gas. That was about it. Where'd you stop? Uh, Wendy's. What'd you get? I had the uh, egg and sausage wrap. Any good? Off the dollar menu. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. Not as good as McDonald's. What'd your wife get? Same thing. We just got two. We weren't that hungry. Um, like I said, I had the honey bun and Sprite in me. I was waiting for lunch, actually. But they were hungry. They wanted to stop it. And we needed gas anyway. So we stopped in and um, just got a quick bite. You following them or they following you? He was pissed at me the whole time. I don't speed. And he, he speeds. Oh, oh yeah, he speeds. I know, he, he, I know, I know, old, old dude. He speeds. He he drives to Tennessee a lot, and he he knows like you can get away with speeding in you know Tennessee, Kentucky area. You can get away with it, which I was going like seven or eight over. I mean, he's wanting to go fifteen, twenty over, and I'm just like eh, that ain't that ain't my thing. And he was mad at me, but he just, I mean he could have passed me. He knows where he's going. Yeah, he should have. He passed me a few times just <laughs> just because I was probably pissing him off, but yeah. we always I always caught up to him. Okay, so where were you when you stopped at the Wendy's? Like is that down we're, are we down in Kentucky? Uh yeah, point? we're past we're past Louisville. Is it in between Louisville and Nashville is where we stopped. So is it so 71 runs through Louisville? Yep. Right? Yep. How long you on 70 were you? You're on 71 for a while and then you get on another highway. I'm not exactly sure. See, that's what I want to talk about. See, whenever we go to Tennessee, we always take 75, and it goes straight like towards Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It, 75 will take you straight there, and 75 takes us straight to Lake Norris. So you never get off 75. But to Nashville, you're taking several different exits, several different highways. You actually got to pay attention to the GPS. I can get you to Lake Norris without a GPS, no problem. But I have no idea where Nashville is. So I'm, my wife's watching the GPS. We're arguing which exit. I missed an exit one point or two. You know, just bickering. Yeah, it's just a road trip. Yeah. You don't know where you're going. I'm sure we've all been there. Yeah. You miss an exit. I mean, you have to turn around, whatever, take a, another route. But anyway, it's just a, it's a little bit harder of a drive to Nashville than what it is to Lake Norris. All right. So let me ask you this. You said you got the music. You had the music cranked up there early on. Are we are we are we playing country? Yeah, it was. Uh, I started off slow, just country country jams. I got a playlist on my phone. It's called Country Party. I kind of like the faster paced country, like Florida Georgia Line. Uh, let's see, Luke Bryan, uh, Brantley Gilbert, stuff like that. Yeah. So a little faster pace, I guess. But that's what we were playing. I mean, we're going to Music City. Country we're, the whole going, way down. Oh, the whole way. Oh. I mean, we were trying to get in the right mindset. This is what we're going to be hearing all weekend. Okay. You following me? Yeah. So, yeah, it was just country party playlist. All right. So, uh, any, uh, I mean, any other highlights, anything interesting happened on the way down from, from Louisville on down to Nashville? Yeah. Um, coming into Nashville, I got off the exit, and my brother and his girlfriend have a nice little place on the outskirts of Nashville. So we had to get off an exit and kind of like going through like a little town, you shall say. I don't know. It's not really a town. But we're rolling through this little town, I guess, and there's a school zone. And I'm, I'm I mean, we're right at the time where school's probably either starting or the bus are just letting off the kids and the buses are leaving. So the, the flashing lights are going off. Okay. And I'm stopped at a stoplight across the road from the school. 
So I see everything. I mean, the buses are pulling out. They got a crosswalk lady out there with the slow sign. She's got a little fluorescent vest, swinging her arms all over the place, telling traffic to slow down. I see this before I even come through the stoplight. And I'm like, okay, school zone. I go through the school zone. And literally, my GPS says 0.2 miles away from your destination. 0.2 miles away from my brother's house that he's living in. I pull through the I pull through the stoplight. I go in front of the school. It says 15 mile per hour. And I mean I'm just cruising. I mean I'm just rolling through. I'm going close to the speed limit. <laughs> and this lady with the sign is just yelling at me. Top of her lungs. Waving the sign at me. Like she's trying like it's 90 degrees out waving her getting some air to her. Like she is just waving this thing as fast as she can. Slow down. She's waving her hands at me like slow down, slow down. And I threw my hands at her. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm freaking going to speed limit. Like, you freaking nut? Yeah. So I get through there. And next thing you know, I'm just cruising. And I see this cop car coming down off this, like, private drive hill by the school. Pulls out behind me. I'm like, shit, Katie, we're getting pulled over. Next thing you know, they turn the lights on me. I get pulled over. Cherries and berries. 0.2 miles away from my destination. In a school zone. Well, Rolski, my, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but you were going over the speed limit. Crosswalking, cross, not, not cross, yet. crossing guard ladies, don't, the story. don't go nuts. Hear the story. Okay. I get pulled over. She comes up to my car. She goes, you know why I pulled you over? It was a lady. I was very polite to her. I said, uh, I reckon I was speeding. And she goes, yeah, yeah, you were speeding. I said, how fast was I going? Because I knew how fast I was going. Because I looked at, when that lady was waving at me, I looked at my speedometer. And she goes, ah. She didn't know. She goes, ah, you're going 20, 23, 25 mile an hour. She didn't have a right speed for me. And I go, well, I said, when she was waving at me back there, my speedometer said 18. So I was speeding. It was 15. I was going 18 and a 15, but I wasn't going over 20. She's like, well, I think you're going a little faster than that. I said, okay. So she took my info. She came back. She didn't give me a ticket. Just what she said to me it might stick with me forever. She goes, sir, I want you to listen to me. I said, okay. Slow speeds save lives. And she just handed me a piece of paper with a warning and just walked away. So slow speed, save lives. Handed me my warning and just walked back to her car. Slow <laughs> speeds, save lives. And you said that's going to stick with you forever? Just the way she said it. Slow speeds, save lives. Slow speeds, save lives. I could see you. I was blotchier than a mother. <laughs> I could see I've you. never been pulled over before in my life. Yeah. Ever. Not once. Wow. And... I get pulled over 0.2 away from my destination in a school zone in Nashville, Tennessee. I could see you umpteen years from now. She didn't even have a damn radar on me. She didn't know how fast I was going. She just seen the, the crosswalk lady yelling at me. And the funny thing is, when I got to my brother's house, he's like, they've got someone pulled over in front of that school every single day. That crosswalk lady literally yells at everybody. Jeremiah was behind me running through, and he said, hell, she yelled at me. I was going 22. 
<laughs> she just yells at everybody. It don't. I mean, she just yells at everybody that goes through there. Some some people just like being angry at people. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. But she needs to get in a better mood if she's going to have that job. Man, what were you going to say? No, I could just see you. You know, umpteen years from now, in the driver's seat, handing your son the keys for his first driving lesson, just saying, "Son, I'm going to tell you this. This is the only piece of advice I'm going to give you: slow speeds save lives." <laughs> I'm going to. And you know, that that kind of makes me feel good because that lady could have wrote you a ticket and you could have been pissed about the fine you were going to have to pay and you never, you know, you, you'd have just drove away just pissed off. But instead, she cut you some slack. She gave me a little piece of advice. She gave you a little piece of advice and you're going to pass that on. Right. I like that. It's a feel-good story. Always be polite to the officers. They don't want to give people tickets. They're just doing their job, you know. Well, I mean, some of them probably want to give some tickets. Yeah, some of them want to just forget I said that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's people out there who want to give you a ticket. Yeah, they do. But she didn't. But they all from what I hear the rumor is she's she's pulling people over every day just to tell them, give them a little piece of advice. I, I mean, whatever. I was blotchy though. I was very nervous. Yeah. I think we all get a little a little keyed up when when we're about to get pulled over, you know. Have you ever been pulled over? Oh, plenty of times. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Plenty of times. It surprises me. But anyway, I got to the house and I just started pounding beers. I'm not going to lie. It was 930 in the morning. <laughs> I mean, I was stressed. Long drive. Just got pulled over. Cracked open the ice cold bush light. Music City. Music City. And I tell you, I probably drank eight to ten beers from 930 to probably... 11 30 before we went out Jeez, dude i mean i thought i was expecting you to say like 3 30 or 4 30 no it was like two and a half hours tops i mean i was just pounding them man i mean it is i was just in the mood i was off work you know long drive just got pulled over stressed out wanted to relax i was just pounding beers so then we went to broadway i guess is that what they call it broadway the main street in nashville went to kid rocks bar first thing first thing went straight there i said hey this is what I'm here for. I want to check it out. So me and my wife and my brother went down there. And it's nice. It's a three-story bar. Bands are just rocking that early in the afternoon. All three levels had a band. That's what surprised me. You guys said uh, you're going to hear live music in every bar, yeah. which is a fact. But I didn't realize that in like the bigger story bars that they're going to have a live band on every floor. floor yeah. You can't get away from the music, man. Yeah. Like, I enjoy music, but when it's in your ear 24-7, like, it kind of bugs me a little bit. Yeah. And my my throat, if you guys have been hearing me clear my throat on this podcast, I'm sorry, but I'm not right, because I been I yelled all last weekend. <laughs> I mean, you can't- You got to yell over top yeah. of the You can't music. have a normal conversation in the in the bars. That gets old, though. Oh, it got old quick. Man. But anyway, we ate, we ate at Kid Rock's bar, because it was early in the afternoon, and my brother said, hey, we better eat here. Because it's not very crowded, and if you if you wait, you're gonna be waiting on food, because this place is gonna get packed later. Yeah, which he was right. It got very very crowded later in the afternoon. So we ate. Very very disappointed in Kid Rock's food. Wow. Wasn't good. Wasn't good at all. How many like? Did you spend the whole day there? No 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 no. After we ate, we left. Okay, so this is lunch. This is lunch, and it just. We got loaded nachos. Like, it was supposed to come with, like, pork and everything on it. I mean, it came out. It was basically chips. There was nothing on them, and it, <laughs> it was very disappointing. Let's just say that. 
And my brother's meal, it came out totally wrong. Totally wrong meal. Wasn't even what he ordered. So he didn't even eat. He just sent it back, and she exited off our bill. So all-around experience, Kid Rock's got a very nice bar. But, I mean, I just wasn't. The, the food side. The, the food, the food side there. of things weren't very good. Okay. What kind of, like, what, what type of music are we talking about at this bar? Like Kid Rock style? No. No, there was different bands. I mean, basically just, I mean, obviously they're probably better bands than we're going to see in our local towns just because they're playing in Nashville. Right. I mean, they, all the live music I heard was very good. Um, three or four people up there singing. You I mean, you got the drums, you've got the guitars. I mean, all kind of instruments. Basically all country. But I'll get into it later. There was just one band that stuck out to me, and these guys could sing the shit out of every genre. Everything. They were rapping. They were heavy metal. They were country. They were rock. They were doing Tom Petty. They sang everything. You give them... They came around like for tips, and this the lead singer had a, a pad of pen and paper. And you give them a song, they would sing it. Anything you wanted. I mean, the son of a gun was uh, singing Rob Zombie. Nice. Dracula singing it. In, in their country band, I mean, they, they, they could sing anything. The guy who played Tom Petty, uh, Last Dance, I mean, he did everything. So that was probably, that was day two. But, I, you know, day one, we went to uh, Kid Rock, and then we went down the street. The best bar all weekend, let's just get into it. The best bar I think I went to all weekend was Florida Georgia Line. Was that the name of the bar? It was FGL. It's called FGL, but it's Florida Georgia Lines Bar. Their bar. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure that's what it stands for. It makes sense, right? Yeah. I think that's what it stands for. They called it FGL, so I just said, hell, it's Florida Georgia Lines Bar. I think that's what it was. Maybe that's where they got their start, and that's why they named themselves Maybe. That. But anyway, the reason we liked it so much is because Broadway is so crowded, and there's so many popular bars on Broadway. This was literally off, like right off of Broadway. So it's off Broadway. It's off a side street, but it's only like right off of it. It's not a very far walk at all. It's just right off Broadway, right on the corner, kind of. And it was awesome. I mean, there it was... It was crowded, but it wasn't as crowded. I mean, you could still walk. You could still dance. A lot of them bars uptown on Broadway, you can't even get through anywhere. I mean, you're standing and listening to live music. You can't find a table. Florida Georgia Line, you could get a table. They had a nice patio. All around, great experience there. So how much time did you spend at that one? Florida Georgia Line, all weekend, I would say we spent the most time there by far. Like, day one, we probably spent, shoot, three hours probably. Day two, every bit of three, four hours. I mean, it's just a good spot. Like I said, it's not crowded. You could get service at the bars. Um, they had a nice outdoor patio up top, second story, that you could hang out on. Great scenery. You could still see Broadway. You could still see all the people. Um, another bar that I liked was Honky Tonk. Now, it's on Broadway, and it's right on the corner of the street. Three stories, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I've seen a lot of pictures it's, of it. I think it might be two. Yep. Might be three, I'm not sure, but I think it's two. But we stayed on the bottom, and we got there early, day two. It was just me and my wife. We got there earlier, and we ate, and their food was phenomenal. We got the appetizer uh, platter. It had chicken wings, Southwest egg rolls, uh, nacho chips with salsa and cheese, and then it also had uh, mozzarella cheese sticks and... Maybe some jalapeno poppers. I mean, this thing this thing had it all, and it was delicious. The wings were uh, kind of like the dock wings 
what do they call that finished on the grill. Oh yeah, yeah, they were smoked. Re- and yeah, they, they were really good. Um, the sauce was very good, hot sauce. But the best thing about the meal, my wife loved their egg rolls, and I'm not really a big egg roll guy, but she said they were some of the best she's ever had. I liked their mozzarella sticks. And they weren't really sticks; like they came in like a triangle, like a wedge, yeah, wet, kind of. Yeah. And it, I mean, they were phenomenal. It's kind of like the spicy cheese in the middle. I mean, it was very, very good. That was the best meal I had all weekend at Honky Tonk. So I recommend eating there. All right. And then um, that day, all of our friends came down from. They're from Tennessee, and you know Jeremiah's group. They came down. We met them. And we had a we hung out with them all day and it was a freaking blast. It was a freaking blast all day. We were doing some shots. We were drinking a lot of beers, hanging out on the patios. And also, um, Adam lives down there, big listener of ours. He lives in Nashville, so he met us as well. Adam Holbert, he met us and we had a great time. He's from our local town. We grew up together. And he met up with us. He's living down there now. I mean, we had a big old group. I'm telling you, we probably had a group of twelve people probably. Just yeah. rolling around Nashville together. It was awesome. Overall experience, I liked it. It's expensive. You guys weren't shitting when you guys said it was expensive. I mean, we're talking six bucks for a bottle of beer, but I mean, what else do you expect in a place like that, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, overall thoughts. I'll go back. Besides besides it being expensive. Did, I mean, it sounded like you have a good, good I had time. A, I had a great time. Yeah. I absolutely loved it, and I will go back. I think it's a, I don't know if it's a spot that you would take just you and your partner with you, like me and my wife. I don't think it would just be me and her and like go down group, for the weekend. Group spot. It's a good group spot. You got to take people with you. Yeah. I mean, we, me and her had a great time together, but all of our friends were there too. So, I mean, everybody's talking, everybody's having a great time at the same time. Also, I wanted to mention, um, there's a little town like two miles down the street or a mile down the street, I'm not sure. I was kind of tipsy when I got an Uber. It's called Midtown. And that's where, I guess, all the locals hang out. And they don't like to, like, Broadway during the day and Midtown at night because it gets so crowded. Mm -hmm. And we went down there both evenings, and they had bars, several bars down the street, and we we bar hopped down through there. Beers was three fifty. Just where the locals hang at the bars because they don't, I mean. Less touristy. Right, right. Yeah. And not as expensive. And so I had a good time down there. I never was on Broadway after probably 7 p.m. So I didn't get to experience the nightlife, which is fine because I, like I said, Saturday it was crowded from 11 till 7 p.m. I mean, you couldn't walk on the sidewalks. Jeez. I mean, you're, you're walking through people. I mean, there's lines out of every bar. You're waiting to get in. You can't just walk in a bar down there. You're waiting in lines to get your ID checked. So, like, were there any spots, like any bars down there you really wanted to hit but never got a chance to? Mm, I mean, the only one I really knew of was Kid Rocks. I knew I wanted to stop there, so I hit that first. Did you see him? I did not. <laughs> he wasn't He wasn't there at 11.30 a.m. on Friday. That's disappointing. <laughs> he was not there. I hit uh, – we also went to Jason Aldean's bar. I forget the name of it. We went down there. It was all right. Um, Jeremiah actually ate there. He said their food was really, really good, but I didn't eat there. And, I, I mean, like I said, we only hit the ones that they liked to hang in because they, they, they knew what they were doing. They've been there before. They know which ones are going to be crowded, which yeah. ones you can get into. So FGL was our main one. I mean, it's it's very nice. I recommend it. Yeah. 
it's easy to get in and it's easy to get drinks. It's a cool ass place. So I got a snap of you at one point during your trip down there. It was a picture of you on a scooter. On a bird? <laughs> yeah. Did now my question is, was that just a photo op or did you really take that thing for a little spin? That was a photo op. Oh. I seen it. I said, "Hey, you got to get my picture." We, I mean, we talked about these on the podcast. Yeah. Now, I really wanted to ride one, but that was on Broadway. That yeah, was in. No, the, you can't ride that no, in Broadway. No room, dude. They were everywhere. They were just laying in the middle of the street. Like, you can't ride them things down there. Yeah, you're gonna have to take them down a side street off Broadway somewhere, and that we just didn't go that way. So no, I didn't ride. I wanted to. I just said, "Hey, snap my picture on this thing. Let's ride." <laughs> So if you got another, you know, in the next year or two, you got a free weekend, you can just, you kind of want to get away and go somewhere. How high up the list is Nashville going to be? I'd consider it. I mean, I've got, I've got a free place to stay down there. I didn't pay nothing to stay. Um, Ubers weren't that expensive. I don't know, maybe 25 bucks. Sometimes a little bit more expensive depending on the time. Anywhere from 25 to 40 bucks to get back and forth, but that's not bad when you got people to split it, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I would go back for sure. But like I said, I got to have a group. It's yeah. just not somewhere me and my wife would go. But we could go down there and stay with my brother, and that's fine. And we could go out with them again. But I'm just saying, like, if me and her went and got a hotel for the weekend, we wouldn't go to Nashville. Like a one-on-one, we wouldn't go to Nashville. Let me ask you this. When you are down there, did you make any friends with any locals? No. Or, or any, any other, you know... Just bullshit with anybody yeah. at any bars? Yeah, I, I got the bullshitting with a guy late night. Sat, not really late, but probably like 10 Saturday night. We were at a bar down in Midtown, and they had like a hot shot, uh, you know, like the basketball game. Yeah. And this guy seen me playing it. I mean, at this point, I'm tore up from the floor up because I've been drinking since 1030. <laughs> and this is like 1030 at night, so this is a 12-hour. And I'm trying – I'm like, man, I'm good at basketball. I can make this. I can get this record. And I'm sitting over – I keep putting – I guarantee I've fed this thing 15 bucks trying to beat this record. And this guy – this guy came up. I mean, he, you could tell he was a local. He, he's been, his, this guy hangs out at the bar all the time. He's like, you trying to beat that record? I said, yeah, yeah, I am. And he, he put a dollar in. He started – he goes, I'll, me and you. We'll go one after each other. So we started trying to beat this record together, and I'd screw up, and then he would go, and he'd screw up. But then the son of a bitch got hot. He got hot. He beat the record by like twenty points, and I just like, damn, son. So I, I kind of got jealous. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna beat your record. So I kept feeding it money. I was too drunk. I couldn't even hit the broadside of a barn DG. I was terrible. But yeah, I, I did talk to that guy. I never did get his name. He was a nice ass dude. I talked to him for probably an hour playing so he was hot a local. shot. Yeah. We were playing hot shot together for at least an hour. I'm telling you, it was an hour. We kept feeding dollars to this thing. You doing people watching while you're there? That's uh, some good people watching in Nashville. Yeah, you know, be honest with you, I, I never really did. I mean, I was always around people. I was always in in Socialized. a yeah. I was always in a conversation. I never really had time just to sit down and check people out. Yeah. All right. So good trip. Yeah, I mean, fun time. It was it was a great time. The ride home on Sunday was absolutely horrid. I mean, we left at 9.15, but we made good time. But always, if you're coming back from Tennessee towards Cincinnati on 75 on a Sunday, I mean, you're, you're fucked. I mean, you just are. 
you got Gatlinburg traffic in the summer. You got Lake Norris and Lake Cumberland traffic. And then you meet that Nashville traffic on 75. Mm -hmm. It's just a shit show all around every Sunday trying to get into Cincinnati. Yeah. So that took a little while. I mean, there was an hour. Yeah, we lost an hour. There was times that we were in standstill traffic, and it wasn't because of wreck or anything. It's just because there were so many damn people trying to get off exits and whatnot. Um, It took us a little longer. We got down there in probably like five hours and 20 minutes, and we didn't get home for like six hours and 15, almost an hour later than the drive there, just because of the traffic. Yeah. Other than that, man, yeah, um, I had a great time with everybody my brother and all the friends we met down there it was i couldn't have asked for a better experience honestly i'll definitely go back awesome didn't have i don't have one bad thing to say about nashville besides you know my cheap ass and it's kind of expensive but i was expecting that (laughs) a little bit crowded and it was it was crowded it takes a special kind of person to want to go to nashville on a weekend now my brother said hey if you want to experience nashville you need to come down during the middle of the week because there's nothing like this and you can hit every bar you want but if you go on Friday and Saturday or Sunday, I mean, you're running into crowds, especially in the spring when it's nice. We had nice weather. It was probably 60 degrees both days. So when it's cold out, not quite as many people. Probably not. Probably yeah. But I mean, spring but, is sprung. But still, I'm guessing down in Tennessee. I mean, they just close all those places up. You know, they're not open like they are when the weather's nice out. But they, I'm, I'm assuming there's still live entertainment. Oh, yeah. I would say in that. the winter they just shut down probably the top two floors and just open up the bottom. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, overall experience, DG, great. I would love to take a group of us down there. I think we would have a blast. I'm sure we would. <laughs> Before we head out, got a little game I want to play, DG. What's that? I've seen this somewhere. And I've tried it out before. Me and another buddy have tried it, and I think it. I think it's going to be funny. So here are the rules. Best two out of three. We're both going to not say a word. No words. You can only make sounds. And if you laugh, you lose. So you're going to make a sound, and if I laugh, you get a point. All right. But if you laugh, I get a point. Best two out of three. First one to two points wins. <clears throat> okay, so who goes first? I'll go first. We flipping? Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't have a coin. You, you go, go first. first. It was my game, you go first. So I'm making the noise. You just make a noise. Corey can be the judge if I laugh or not. All right. Ready? He didn't make a sound, but he's got big cheese on his face. I don't know if that counts. I say we got to make it, got to make a sound. So I think you we'll, got to laugh. We'll let that pass. I made a sound. No, he's you, talking about I'm me. Talking, the the laugher, the laughing laughing person oh, has gotcha. to make a sound. Yeah, you can make a smile, but you can't crack a, a sound. You ready? Good luck. <laughs> yeah, just a, not even a little smile. I'll get him. Yep. DG's up. <laughs> that was me. Sorry. Rolski's still good. Just spit all over your mic. Yeah. We're going to have to disinfect that. Hey, off. Still no laughing. That one almost got me. That was a good one. That was real close. It was going to be harder than I thought it was going to be. <clears throat> I'm about to break. <laughs> Meow. 
No, nothing. <laughs> That's a laugh. Oh, here we go. So who gets the point there? Is that a Rolski point? It was point? the face more than the I, I, yeah. I, I, I won that one. Yeah. Okay, Rolski one, DG zero. You're up. Dude, I'm not good at making sounds. I don't... You got a smile. What's that? <laughs> you just breathe into yeah, the microphone? Like, yeah. Uh, DG's up. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Got a winner. I want to give our sh- uh, a quick shout out to our sponsor, the Old Canal Smokehouse. They are located at 94 East Water Street in downtown Chillicothe. Get your ass down there and get a steak, some prime ribs, some pulled pork, some shredded chicken. They've got everything on the menu. Hey, shout out Mad Dakota again for the uh, tall boy uh, donation this week. I uh, appreciate that. What did they climb to? Number two on the, Number two on the list. Number yeah. two on the power rankings. Good deal. Sipping Squad, appreciate you. Cincinnati Reds, get your shit together. I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We've got Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The text messages, 740-720-3537. Keep them coming. Once again, Corey the K, thanks for running the board. We appreciate you. I'm Rolski. Stay hot, stay safe, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Sip and Serve Podcast. We got a winner in the uh, why do dogs circle after they, or why do they scratch after they poop? And it's DG. They do it because they kick the stuff off the ground and to mark their territory. Spread that stuff around. Still don't believe it. Flushing the toilet. Flushing the toilet. <laughs> <laughs>